Hello, welcome back. This is Raghu Banda, RK Banda, and this is the season two of the podcast series that we have been doing with machine learning with SAP S4HANA. And this is the session three. And today I have two guests from SAP, Jana Wood and Yannick Peter Schmidt. Welcome uh, Jana Wood and uh, welcome Yannick Peter Schmidt. I would like to have a brief round of introduction from both of you. So Yana, would you kind of uh, give a brief introduction about yourself? Sure, thanks Raghu uh, for having me here today. Um, as you said, my name is Jana Wirth. I am part of the um, AI product management team at SAP. I'm with SAP since uh, more than 10 years and have been in various roles in consulting in product management for our marketing cloud and now, as I said, in product management for AI. And the main topics I drive there are commercialization and go-to-market. Thank you, Jana. Over to you, uh, Yannick. Welcome, Yannick. Uh, can you give a quick round of introduction from yourself as well? Yeah, sure, Raghu. First of all, thanks for having me. It's a great pleasure to be as a, as a host on that podcast. So I'm, I'm, I'm Yannick. I have the pleasure to head uh, the S4HANA enablement team in product management organization, an organization called Product Success. And I, I would say our team is a formidable bridge between the development organization and the customer and partner organizations. We we, we have different programs, um, including a podcast. I could talk later about that if you want. Um, create digital assets, um, online um, webinars, um, and, and different kind of um, assets that are built and designed to support successful S4HANA customers and projects. Thank you, Yannick. Thank you, uh, Yana and Yannick. Let us now maybe get started with some of the conversation that we can do today in this uh, session three. So Yannick, uh, we know there is a lot of innovation happening at SAP and that too in the SAP S4 HANA world. Before I go to Yana and ask about how AI is adapting at SAP, maybe I thought I would wanted to ask you, what are our customers and partners expecting from us from us when I say SAP in the context of AI and S4. Any introduction statements into the topic from you so that we can build our conversation on SAP and AI with S4? You know, Raghu, for our ERP customers, really running end-to-end -end business processes, whatever it is, order to cash or make to order, AI technologies are paving the way to what we call the intelligent enterprise. And this is not a marketing statement. For me, really, it's about making the best of your existing company data, of the history you have in your system to better decide what you can do today or stay competitive and make a difference in the future. We all know that many customers, many, many SP customers have 10 years plus of data in the ERP. So this is just a gold mine of information. Just an example in the order to cash process that's run by many, many customers. Their machine learning technique can be leveraged just to calculate um, and optimize a delivery delay. So you can react in time because indeed your ERP would know a lot about the delays that occurred in the past. The ERP would know about the possible root causes and would help you turn the knowledge into predictive or corrective actions. 
just to give a concrete example. So I think it's all there as a gold mine of information. And those intelligent technologies are here to make the best out of it and make the company smarter. Mm -hmm. Okay, sounds good. So Yana, I would appreciate, I think building on what Yannick was mentioning, I would appreciate if you can provide some thoughts about AI at SAP in general and how is SAP handling the transition to AI in general? I know a lot is happening around the world and looks like not only the digital transformation, but also the AI transformation is happening at a faster pace due to these pandemic times. Yeah, sure, Raghu. Um, let me start with how we at SAP tackle AI in general. And let's look at the uh, strengths that SAP has. And we have to acknowledge that SAP's strengths has always been the business processes because we have best practices for many different business processes that we gathered from our customers and we implemented those in, into our solutions. And we have a long lasting experience with business processes in many industries. And that is why AI with SAP makes sense because it can automate and optimize nearly all the business processes and we have the knowledge for the business processes. So we at SAP believe that best-run businesses are intelligent enterprises which apply the intelligent technologies integrated within their business processes, um, for example, using artificial intelligence. And SAP's broad enterprise solution portfolio, um, the big ecosystem and the big installed uh, base of customers with the access to the customer data, as Yannick also just mentioned, the vast and excessive amount of customer data that is um, available. And also in particular, our deep line of business expertise gave us as SAP the best foundation to embed AI into our enterprise applications. And we own the data models and the knowledge about the business objects and enterprise processes. And all of that together um, leads to that with AI from SAP, our customers can easily automate and optimize business processes, solve their business processing, uh, business problems, and enrich the customer experience across the intelligence suite. But most important is that we deliver instant business value for our customers with AI. And if you if you think about, I, I guess a lot of customers ask the question or would ask the question, but but why with SAP? Not why not with someone else? And um, the the reason is what I have mentioned before. We think that you get the most benefit from AI when it is natively embedded into your standard applications. So we leverage our business process and industry know-how, and we make use of it um, to basically easier provide um, AI to our customers by providing them with unified and integrated lifecycle management, for example, or operations as well. And instead of providing only generic AI technology, like some of our competitors, like the hyperscalers, for example, do, we focus on being the best in intelligent business processes and enterprise solutions. So we really want to make sure that uh, the usage of AI is um, is 
easy for our customers in the context of their business processes specific to the SAP solutions where we as SAP own the context um, and our um, AI solutions are therefore tailored to the relevant use cases and business problems of our customers. And um, of course, it also, we as SAP also look at um, AI with the same um, like standards we look, we have for our other solutions, for example, for software standards, quality, shipment processes, certification, and so on. Additionally, we also look at AI um, responsibly. So we have um, AI ethics um, guidelines, for example, in place. We um, make sure that our um, AI, or we, we, um, our goal is to provide AI solutions that are transparent, um, explainable, and have integrity. And um, yeah, as I said already, we try to. Um, integrated in all of our enterprise applications. And of course, as far as uh, there are no exceptions. So we um, try to integrate AI use cases within S4 HANA. And um, we have um, different uh, use cases here that we can talk about later as well. But aside from um, offering it embedded, we also offer AI as um, as a service, as microservices to our BTP customers and partners and our development teams. Um, and we also provide everything that customer needs to, a customer needs to create their own um, intelligent applications, uh, for example, data intelligence and the AI foundation. But as we want to talk about the AI business services today, um, let me um, talk about them just in a few sentences as well. So the SAP AI business services are reusable microservices on top of the business technology platform. They um, automate and optimize business processes across the whole intelligence suite. And they are kind of generic microservices that solve a certain business problem with AI. And this business problem can be part of many different business processes. So one example would be, um, we have a service called document information extraction, which can extract doc information from unstructured documents. And this business problem you might have in many different business processes. Okay, that's very comprehensible. And I think that's very interesting. So uh, can you, Iana, uh, maybe just a quick follow-up question to that. Can you explain how these AI business services are positioned to work with S4 as well as other applications? Sure, as I mentioned, um, our services, um, we offer them also to our internal development teams and um, so that they can bring intelligence into our standard enterprise applications. And that means that the experts in the different line of businesses or industries in the application development use our services and integrate them into their offering. And um, the customer can then use the intelligent capabilities natively embedded in the enterprise application. Um, sometimes even without knowing that they're actually using one of our services, they just know there is some AI or maybe even there's some magic happening in the background, right? And um, we are working um, with all of the all of the development teams all over SAP um, for all SAP products uh, on standard integrations. But of course, that also takes some time to uh, develop those. And therefore, 
As I said, we also offer the services as part of business technology platform so that customers can use them to extend their own enterprise applications where we do not have standard integrations available. And um, we currently have um, six services that can be integrated into um, SAP, but also non-SAP systems. Um, I already mentioned document information extraction. And beside that, we also have document classification. The name is pretty much speaking for itself. It can classify documents, right? We have business entity recognition, which is a, a named entity recognition service that is specially trained for entities that are relevant to businesses, like a supplier number or an order number. We have um, invoice object recommendation, a service that helps um, in, in financials to, um, as uh, the name also says, to um, to process invoices with um, that come in without a purchase order reference. We have service ticket intelligence, which helps with um, service tickets. It classifies them and uh, recommends um, solutions or, or similar tickets. And we have data attribute recommendation, which um, helps with master data and transactional data management um, and governance. And um, if we look at S4 directly now, uh, we're working with the S4 HANA development team to as I said, also develop standard integrations. And there is an example which has been already released actually um, last year, which is the sales order automation in the S4HANA cloud. Um, it uses our document information extraction service. Um, and basically the use case behind it is that when a customer receives a purchase order via an email, um, or via PDF, so not via a, a EDI or any other kind of API, then um, the document information extraction service automatically extracts the relevant um, information from the purchase order and hands it over to this um, S4 system so that a sales order can be automatically created. Thank you. Thanks, Jana, that for such a detailed explanation about the AI business services in general and how S4 is adapting some of these business services. That's a very detailed explanation. Uh, so going back to Yannick, to continue further from what Yana mentioned on how these AI business services are embedded into the S4 processes, can you explain us how these customers and partners that you are interacting uh, can benefit from these services or are benefiting already. Can you provide some thoughts on this uh, with your interactions? Sure. Um, Raghu, first, let's not forget that those technologies that are unknown for, for our customers, they're not new, but they're coming to a different level of maturity as well explained by Yana and, and at different costs. They're more affordable, basically. So when it comes concretely to AI or machine learning, um, there are different possible technologies that we use in, in, in conjunction with S4 to deliver the, the, the business scenarios. I think it's depending on the what, what challenge needs to be solved. Uh, either you have to build machine learning into the core, where, for example, the predictive analytics integrator, the, the Pi framework, now move to intelligent scenario lifecycle management for, for S4HANA, or side-by-side -side scenario with um, machine learning on, on, on the BTP platform, eventually extend with ACC. Um, and I'm sure we'll, you know, Raghu, I'm sure we'll see new options on in, in the near future. But from a buying center perspective, the technology does not or should not matter, honestly. What matters is what business problem are we solving? Is the business process smarter, 
in the end, after we've embedded and leveraging machine learning technologies, AI technologies. So I go back to my example in, in, in order to, to cache, um, predict a delivery delay and react accordingly. This sounds trivial, but there's sometimes a lot of other things involved there. It can be time, can be money, it can be quality. Simple example, imagine the truck you're waiting for um, is stuck in a traffic jam due to a car accident on the highway A5 close to Heidelberg. And um, for at least another 45 minutes, and the system should tell you what other truck is en route and can deliver the same goods on time. This is business value. This is what buying centers expect from those technologies. Okay. That's really impressive, Yannick. I know this, a lot of things are happening uh, at SAP in, 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 in terms of AI business services and how we are embedding AI into the applications. Maybe let us take a quick break and then come back and continue our conversation. So welcome back. Um, so Yana, let us uh, maybe, I think I would be glad if you can help explain the basic mechanism of how these AI business services are built on the SAP business technology platform that we're talking and how they can be consumed by S4. What kind of knowledge with Jupyter Notebooks or other services are needed for the customers or the partners to adapt this? Maybe a few sentences, a few words that you can explain this. Sure, Raghu. So our services are microservices in the cloud, as I said. And um, basically, they, um, they consist of REST APIs. So the customers is only addressing these APIs and receives the results also via those APIs. And the rest is taken care of by us, which means there is no data science knowledge needed from the customer or partner. There is no Python know-how needed or anything like that at all. Um, depending on the service, um, we offer pre-trained services, which means they can be used out of the box, um, or we have services which need to be trained with customer data. And we also have a few services that offer both a pre-trained model for a quick start and to collect the low-hanging fruits, plus the option to train an own model for advanced use cases. And uh, for the services which need training, of course, historical data is needed. Um, and but all in all, it's, uh, as I said, pretty easy because the REST APIs can be called within a business process, for example, from the S4HANA system, and the results can be then received within the system as well. Wonderful, wonderful, Jana. I think for the details on how these AI services can be used with minimum efforts for the customers and the partners. So, Yannick, um, uh, coming back to where we started on the topic today, what are the typical questions you get from the customers or partners when you interact with them uh, or when you sell the story on how AI is embedded or infused into these S4 processes? Uh, or, what I, or I would like to put the question in a different way. What is the confidence level of the customers and the partners that you interact with regularly? Maybe can you provide a few thoughts on that? 
You know, again, I'd like to turn that after after the brilliant technical explanation from Jan, I'd like to give you some um, some some business benefits again because this is what matters for our customers. And let me kick, let, let me pick a concrete example. Um, we, we've shipped in I think Q2 2020 a business scenario called ACP S4 Cloud for intelligent accounting automation. So this is a scenario with with two machine learning scenario. The first is the GRIR reconciliation machine learning cases, and the second is um, the accrual management machine learning cases uh, to, to, to manage the financial statements and liabilities and, and be more compliant in the end. So this is a simplification and automation of a process that goes over different roles. Right, from strategic procurement to the P2P process owner to the CFO, etc. Right, and bringing all that together under this um, umbrella and, and the machine learning technology helps you change or improve many, many things. For example, the accuracy of the statement, accelerate the financial close when you while you ensure the compliance with the corporate rules, different countries possibly enables real-time insight into the, the P2P process. And, and overall, it's, it's about compliance and God knows how compliance important is today. I, I was a, a sourcing and procurement um, consultant in an earlier life. So I'd like to, to bring you another example here where we really use machine learning at different places. And let me talk about um, the ability to reduce free text items using machine learning. It's actually quite simple, you know, while an end user would create um, a requisition, procurement requisition, we all tend to, you know, put free text because we don't find the right product, product group, product categories. And the tool can learn from the many similar free text items in the process requisition themselves. And the machine learning scenario will automatically propose to create a new catalog item if needed for, for that materials. So why am I giving those, those examples to, to answer the questions? I think the trust and the confidence of the customers are not related to a technology only. They're related to business value and the business case we can provide because we've been a trusted partner to best run end-to-end -end processes for almost five decades as, as ACP, as a software vendor. Right. And again, we have customers with one or eventually even more than two decades of history in this system. And bringing all this beautifully together is, I think, what gives our customers the confidence that we are the trusted partner moving on. And we are the trusted partner to make sure they can realize this intelligent enterprise concretely with automation, with intelligence, with simplification, etc., And I think this is what really makes a difference. Um, and, and by the way, we have a great open ACP for that. If anyone's listening to that podcast is interested in those end-to-end um, -end automation simplification via different intelligent technologies. Awesome. Awesome, Yannick. I think that's really wonderful to know about this. Maybe I think let's take a quick uh, break and then come back and continue further. All right, welcome back. So Yana, do you have any additional thoughts uh, about what we can, uh, what our customers, our partners, or our audience can expect from AI business services in the context of SAP and not just S4? Or what is the big vision for AI business services, the AI Foundation and more that is planned for the foreseeable future? Any few thoughts? 
Yeah, the answer is quite short here, Ragu, and quite simple. Well, the big vision is, of course, as I said already, to infuse intelligence in all of our enterprise applications and to make our applications truly intelligent. And the customers and partner can expect more and more standard integrations and embedded AI. Awesome. So, Jana, it is just awesome to know about the magnanimity of all the AI things happening at SAP. So, Yannick, that goes back to you, uh, to the question that I have is that, so it looks like SAP is no longer complex and complicated for the end user or the business user. It can now even be understood by an AI bot to run a process or understand and act automatically. Do you want to provide any thoughts to our audience about how this new look AI enabled SAP S4 processes are helping the customers or partners with any success stories that you might want to share? Oh yeah, Raghu, because we have a lot uh, of, of stories to share. Uh, first of all, you talked about complexity. I mean, SAP's ERP is built or, and always been built and designed to remove the complexity from the end users. Now talking about bots, this is all about automation. And as I said earlier, this is not new, but now you get the tool from the same vendor as the one owning the ERP. And I think this is a massive difference. Now to the business users, they need to focus on where their own business expertise is needed. Um, I'm inviting everyone to check the SAP Intelligent Robotic Process Automation 2.0. For S4 and I, we ship bots on a monthly basis to automate business processes as much as possible, wherever possible, wherever needed. Uh, you'll see an extensive library of bots that are ready to use. And of course, with the platform itself, you can build your own based on your needs. Recently, we've built bots on mass asset retirement by scrapping in finance to support the month and closing. And you'll find bots across all LOBs, you know, from automatic creation of sales orders from Excel, physical inventory counts, mass creation of business partners, mass asset transfers. Just check it out. The list is huge. And again, you have the entire framework and tool landscape to build your own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Yannick. Thanks for that detailed answer uh, about and providing some success stories as well. So Yana, coming back uh, to you, uh, I know you are also running a podcast with OpenSAP talking about the AI business services. Can you, for the sake of our audience and the listeners, can you provide some, can you comment about it or provide some closing remarks so that you could also uh, provide the audience some help or some understanding on how they can continue this journey? Yes, Raghu. So we have just finished our podcast series, Getting Down to Business with SAP AI Business Services. And it can be found, as you said, on OpenSAP on their website, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn and Google Podcasts. And it explains the details for each service, especially highlights also a lot of use cases. And additionally, we, we also have some interesting topics like AI ethics and competitive advantages advantages of AI and um, yeah for everyone who hasn't listened to it yet you should start now <laughs> thank you thanks Yana uh, so coming back to you Yannick I know you are also running a podcast with Inside S4 series talk about the topics around S4 uh, any comments so that our audience and the listeners can have uh, a 
continue their journey by knowing more about S4. And that was the reason I have invited both of you from the AI business services and the S4 so that our audience and the customers and partners have a continued uh, enhancement for their journey into AI business services with S4. Any remarks on that? All right, well, this is a dangerous question because now I can talk for hours. I'm, I'm extremely proud about what the team has achieved with the podcast with the last, in, in the last one and a half years. Um, we, we just published the last episode following exactly the same platform that, that Jana mentioned, uh, focusing on uh, the introduction to uh, DDMRP, so demand-driven MRP. Um, this is episode 47, and we have, um, we've really started with sharing the knowledge of SAP expert to our listeners from moving to sharing the partners expertise. We've, we have many podcasts with our partners, um, Nagaro and many others. And, and now lately uh, we started to have um, customers like Comax uh, on our podcast as well. And it's really about lessons learned, knowledge sharing, on S4HANA, mainly S4HANA Cloud, share that with the stakeholders. I really encourage everyone to, to have a look at that. And thanks, Ragu, for giving Jan and me the opportunity to talk about our very own podcast. But I think they're all complementary. And even there's a way to suggest a topic, just write to insightS4 at acp.com. And we'll definitely reply and tell you if this is possibly a topic that we have on our pipeline already or a topic that we'd be happy to add onto a pipeline. Thank you, Yannick. Thanks uh, for providing the detailed thoughts about the podcast. I really appreciate uh, both of you, Yana and Yannick, for uh, this great uh, conversation with you about how AI business services can be leveraged in the context of S4 and both of you providing your thoughts. I really thank you both for your time. Thank you, Raghu, for having uh, us as your guests. Thanks for mine. It was a pleasure. Thank you. All right, let us wrap up this session three from season two. First, I would like to thank our guests, Jana Wirth and Peter Hanek-Smith for their time in having this conversation around AI business services and how SAP is for HANA is embedding them. And secondly, I would also thank all the audience for taking the time to listen in and tune in. So the idea is that the next session, the session four, will focus on a bit more technical details or technical background around the AI business services and how SAP S4 HANA is leveraging them. So I would suggest you can go and review these podcasts or listen into this podcast by searching up on our blogs.sap.com. In the blogs.sap.com, if you search up my name, Raghu Banda, you will find the blog series and the podcasts are aligned with the blog series. Alternatively, you could also search up the podcast at Machine Learning with SAP S4 HANA and you can pull out this podcast series and the podcast sessions. So I would once again, thank you all and have a wonderful day. Happy predicting the future with SAP technologies. Thank you and bye-bye.